Blog Talk Radio.
and uh, they're no longer the tag champs. And I'm, I'm not going to get into it because that's that's um, Sean and Phil's issue. So we'll uh, you know we'll we'll see what they have to say about it. But uh, yeah, they wanted to come on and and you know drop you know really comments on what on what happened and and went down. And since they're friends of the show, uh, they figured why not give us the scoops. Um, that way we can um, <clears throat> we can pass the news along to the you know proper news outlets. The troll Mike Johnson, my dog Brian Alvarez, and that shit talking coward that will not come on the air and debate with debate with me, Mr. Dave Meltzer. Um, you know if you listen to our our Adam Pierce show a few weeks ago, um, Adam was was extremely upset with with uh, Mr. Meltzer um, for a, a review of a show that he did not see, but. With the with the consent of the owner of SoCal Pro Wrestling, I sent out a copy of that show to Mr. Meltzer with a letter attached, and Dave has yet to respond. Uh, no phone call, no email, nothing. Uh, I don't understand. Uh, that's kind of weak, dude. If you're going to comment on something, you should at least have seen it, which, you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, everything I talk about, I have seen. I don't bullshit. I'm a straight shooter, and I pride myself on that. If there's news to report, I report the news. If there's a story breaking, I try to help with it. If someone ha- needs a voice to get, get stuff out, I'm there. When, when the word broke that Jake Roberts was going into rehab, the next day we had Baby Doll on the show to talk about it. She was the one that leaked the information, so we had her on the show. We don't fuck around here. We had Jamie Dundee on the air. He read the wellness policy uh, offer from WWE for free rehab for any of their past performers. He read it on the air. We don't joke here. We don't play. You know, I'm not on the air to get myself over. I'm here to interview the boys, to interview people in the business, mixed martial arts, pro wrestling. Hell, we've even had hip-hop guests before. Um, One of our first guests was a fucking comic book writer, for God's sake. And much props to you there, Mike. Mike Kingston. Got the book, dude. It's really, really good. Can't wait for the next edition. Keep it up, brother. But, yeah, enough of me on my soapbox. But this episode of Rubber Guard Radio is brought to you by our sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. If you need masks, uh, Lucha Masks, Jeff has pretty cool stuff. Um, He also carries DVDs, SoCal Pro Wrestling DVDs, uh, all kinds of stuff, ROH, all kinds of different things. and our other sponsor would be FogCityWrestling.com. Uh, there's, shoot, I'm not sure when the actual full event will be. I think it's in June. At, I think it's pretty sure it's Keysar, Keysar Pavilion in San Francisco. Um, there is a DVD release party in May uh, coming up, and we will have Caesar Black or uh, yeah, Caesar Black on, and Stevie Armani. I don't care what the fuck problems they have; they'll both be on the air. But enough of my rambling bullshit. I have NWA Pro Showcase and NWA Virginia star Chris Escobar on the air. How's it going, brother? How are you doing, man? I'm fine and dandy. I gotta say though, I saw that I saw that match on the Pro Showcase a couple weeks ago. You and that piece of shit uh, Dan <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You you carried him, man. It was good stuff. Man, I don't feel like I carried him, man. I mean. I appreciate it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I saw you, I was like, "Okay, this kid's this kid's got a really good look. He knows what he's doing. He's smooth in the ring. He didn't make a mistake." 
Um, and, you know, to be honest, Marquez and the boys at the NWA, they don't edit their shit. Yeah. You know, if if, if something fucks up, they're going to put it put it on there because yeah. it's pretty much live to tape. So, yep. and that's cool. I mean, I mean if yep. you fuck up in the ring, you deserve to get booed. So, shit, when the cameras are on, man, you better be on top of your shit. You know? There you go. There you go. And I, when I like, first saw you, man, I was like, okay, this kid's going to be a star. He's got a good look. Um, the, the crowd was India. Um, let's talk about that match. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, who put the match together? What put you with Cobra? Um, I mean, it was it was fifty fifty. Um, you said who put it together? I mean, who booked it? Yeah, yeah. Who um who put you guys together in the ring? Um, Marquez did. Marquez did. No. Oh, cool. Yes, yeah, Marquez. Okay. Because uh, Cobra is uh is one of the main eventers for Jesse's Jesse's EWF up there in San Bernardino. Right. And I noticed that, okay, I'm not even going to call him enhancement. The other gentlemen in the ring, in the other matches, <clears throat> they were all, you know, they're no jokes. I may may not like Kubrick's work personally, but he did deserve to be on that TV show. As right. did the other guys. Um, my own personal feelings on his work, that that's different. But as far as anybody has said about the guy, he's a great guy. Um, so what, what what were your feelings on the actual match? I thought it was good. I think I think it was a very good introduction as far as myself and the NWA showcase. Um, it was very solid. It was, I mean, it had a lot of different qualities of wrestling in it. And um, I mean, I think Colbert did just as well of a job in it as anybody else. You know, um, I was actually surprised because uh, while I was in California, I'm actually back in Virginia now. Uh, but while I was in California, I did a lot of training with Jesse Hernandez and his school of hard knocks. And Colbert's one of the guys that would actually show up almost four times a week and train with us. So. I kind of had, you know, I kind of had a feeling of how the match would go and what it was like working with them, so I knew it was going to be good, and it actually did turn out really good. So, um, what, what do you think of the the NWA? Well, okay, it, I would say it would be the NWA Pro product. My my personal opinion is that it's what TNA should be. It's got you have your lucha stuff. It's what WCW was back in the day. You have your your main eventers. You have your tag teams. You have your your quote-unquote luchadors, when they choose to bring them in, they have the younger, lighter guys. Um, what's your opinion on the product? I think the product is solid. Um, it's just a matter of getting it out to the fans. You know, um, I, I could probably count on my hand the number of fans that I've actually talked to that know about it outside of the wrestling business. You know, I mean, they have a solid product. They have some of the best workers that they could possibly get. However, it's just not getting out there because, I mean, the TV deal that they have is on Dish Network, and to be quite frank, nobody has Dish Network anymore. And then the Internet, and uh, I just I don't think too many people are hearing about it, so not too many people are following it, but the, the actual product itself is there, and they they have a ball to run with. They just have to find somewhere to run with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've talked to people, my co-host, my friends, till I'm blue in the face, that they're, that Marquez and the NWA is one money person away from actually yes. making a run, and that, yes. that's no joke. And my personal feeling is it's going to be Mark Cuban because he's going to get tired of having all these rinky-dink little MMA shows on his network, and he's going to mm-hmm. stay to hell with it and throw some money. And that, and that's no joke. And I would love to see Marquez do it because the product is something different. Amen, it really is. It's very versatile. It has a lot of different aspects of professional wrestling. Just like you said, you know, it's, it's just like WCW was. Has, it has a little bit of everything, and that's what you know. That's what wrestling needs, because I mean, it's not just WWE. It's not just those, 
you know, huge guys on that show. And to be quite honest, I really don't watch TNA. I don't follow with it, so I don't know what's going on with their programming. But I know that um, from what I've heard that it's, you know, it's all pretty much the same. It's the same guys, the same storylines, just done in a different way. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. Let's just say I don't, <laughs> either, I don't watch either company. <laughs> oh, you watch the good wrestling. <laughs> independent pro wrestling, brother. Indies, I hear you. Indies, indies. That's all I watch is indies. I, I can't, well, that and anything before 1990. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm old school, brother. I'm from, you know, I grew up in the San Francisco territory, you know, in 1979, 80, you know, in the good times. Gotcha. Uh, the, when wrestling was the, wrestling. The, the Rock and his mother sat behind me at the Cow Palace. Really? I almost made it up there, too. I was invited, and um, I had another show to do that weekend. But uh, I almost oh, made it up to the Cow Palace. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's all i got to say. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't come, brother, because it would have cost you more to, to come out here and hang out than to get paid. So. Oh, man. Don't but, say that. Uh, that's Indy-rific. <laughs> Indy-rific, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Tremendous. So, um, you're from, you're out from Virginia area, right? I'm in Virginia Beach. Cool, cool. Well, I'm not going to screw around. What are your thoughts on Damian Wayne and Sean Denny? Those, Damian Wayne and Sean Denny, when I first came up to Virginia about six years ago, they were in the training school for Vanguard Championship Wrestling, um, who runs in Virginia Beach. And those, that, it's funny you said those two names. They were both actually over my house yesterday, or Saturday, because I had a homecoming barbecue, um, and they both showed up. But some of my best matches that I've ever had are with those two guys. Um, they're, I mean, I don't know why they haven't seen more success that they have. I think it's just Mid-Atlantic, and we don't really get the exposure that every other territory gets. And, you know, why, I don't know. That's why I took the step to go to California. And uh, me and Damian Wayne are actually planning on moving to Tampa, Florida in August um, to just try to get out of the Mid-Atlantic. But those two guys, if they could put their places, or if they could put themselves in the right place at the right time, I mean, they'll be on top of the business in no time, because they definitely have the talent. They have everything that goes along with it. Just you know, the right eyes haven't been on them, or the the tapes haven't been sent out to the right people, or what what have you. But they're just they're just waiting for the big break, man. They really are. Yeah, they're they're good. They're, they they're are exceptional. And I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that Gabe Sapolsky of ROH books that, those two. In, in a match when R, when ROH goes down to Virginia. That's um um I know I know Damian Wayne's there on standby along with Rex Sterling because they have both uh worked for Ring of Honor in the past. They've, um they've went down to FIP and they have full spots in FIP. So they're gonna be there and then a bunch of us other boys are gonna show up too. But uh whether or not they get to work, I mean, you know, only time will tell. Mm-hmm. Well I'm I'm hoping that they could, you know, get get a shot. Because that's how that's how Delirious and Matt Seidel made it. They they drove in together from St. Louis, and they just kept working each other, and they finally impressed. And I've I've seen those two gentlemen together in the ring, and it was I was blown away. Um, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I I received a, an eight disc DVD set of the best uh, match of the year candidates for 2006, and they were the last match on the on the comp. Matt Seidel's match. Like, excuse me. You said Matt, Matt Seidel's match? No, no, no. Sean Denny and uh, Damian Wayne. Oh, Damian oh. Wayne. Are you talking Are you about Sean? the Iron Man match? That's it. Yes, that that match actually yeah. got around pretty well. Yeah, yep. It I did, and it was impressed. phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, that, they're no joke, brother. 
No, they really aren't, man. There's, they're, they're two of, there's only like a handful of people in the Mid-Atlantic that, you know, people could sit back and look at and, and see them on TV every week, and those are definitely two of the top two. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, why haven't they left? Um, well, I mean, everybody's got their own personal life, and not everybody's able to just pick up and go and sell themselves to the business, you know? I'm kind of fortunate. Um, I'm young. Um, I don't have any kids. I'm single, you know? Um, other guys aren't in the same situation I'm in, so it's kind of harder for them to just pick up, you know, sell all this stuff and, and just go. Um, but I mean, they have tried, like I said, they go down to Florida, um, all the SIP shows. I mean, they do the best they can on the East Coast, but to travel out further without, you know, a real payday, um, it's hard for them. It's hard. It's hard for anybody, man. I, I know plenty of guys in the business, um, out here. I'm from Northern California, and there's right. a couple of them out here that, uh, J.D. Bishop from Sacramento. This man, he he's about I would say a solid shoot 260, and he can do the strong style. He can chain wrestle. It's insane to see this huge guy chain wrestle. He's got so much talent, but he just he just doesn't want to leave his family. And yeah. I don't blame the guy. I mean, yeah. he owns his own. He owns a company, and, and they're making money. You know, this past uh, weekend they celebrated their eighth year anniversary as a wrestling company, and that's a lot for an independent group. That is that that's yeah that's tremendous, actually. Um, and no, so some guys are some guys are in that position, man. You know, some guys are able to just go and chase it, but some guys, you know, just cannot do that. You know, they're just not in that spot in their life. Maybe ten years ago, maybe they were have been in a better spot to do that. But you know, a lot of guys got families and kids and and real jobs that actually support themselves. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, they're they're stuck. But I mean, I know most everybody I know does the best they can do as far as getting their name out there, but a lot of times they're limited, restricted. Well, that's where uh, Mr. Cuban and Mr. Marquez will come in, come into the picture. I think that um, they would be they would be more of a regional-type company and um, go to, like, four big shows a year. I, I get the feeling that that's what the NWA is going to come to. There's going to be four large shows, and then they'll just be regional shit all over the place. And then, yep. uh, and then Mr. Pierce will work 300 days a, a year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't think he'd complain about. No, he shouldn't. Really and and that's exactly what he should be doing. I mean, heck, just his promos alone should make him a star. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, if you look at the guy that's counting promos on the indies, man, he's he's leagues above everybody else. Leagues exactly. above. Him. He can sit there and talk about you know strain of string for a half hour and get it over. Mm-hmm. He is, and, you know, those are the guys that need to be on top. Those are the guys that usually make it on top, and, you know, why he's not there, I don't know. You know, I think he wants to do it the hard way, do it his own way. Yep. See, do, it, do, it the, he, do it the Chris Jericho way. <laughs> you I think know? he's so old school in his heart and mind. I think he's too old school to go work for New York. Yeah? I really think that. I really do. Because I, know I don't know, man. He, I know if he's sitting on the couch next to me at 9 o'clock on a Monday night and turn on Raw, he's going to throw up. Yeah, but at the same time, New York calls him and they say, hey, we got six figures for you, brother. You can fulfill your dream, work every night of the week. Um, I don't know too many guys are going to turn that down. I mean, that's... that's, that's I am going to write this down, and when we have Adam back on the show next month, I'm going to ask him. Actually, you know what? You when should. I get on the phone with you, I am going to call him. Okay. And tell him I said, what's up? <laughs> oh, that's why you're on the show, brother. The champ put you over. Did he? He put you over. Yeah, I love that guy. On, on our show. So. Tell, tell him that the, tell him he needs to sit down and teach me how to cut a promo then. <laughs> oh, boy. 
is heading out your way next Yeah, month? yeah. I will see him uh, May 10th. May 10th in Ahoski, North Carolina. Do you have a lineup? Um, let's see. Uh, I know it's Brandon Bay versus Rex Sterling. Damian Wayne versus Adam Pierce. Um, I think it's the Georgia Bulldogs, which is Sean Denny and Marky D versus the old school empire being Mike Booth and Preston Quinn. Um, and that's all I got for you. Preston Quinn. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That's an old name, dude. Oh, man. He's still doing it, too. Jeez, man. That's that's 98, man, with Jeff Collette. Fucking Nine, Oh, man. <laughs> I know Michelle. Preston <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> Preston Quinn, I don't know if you know this or not. Preston Quinn is responsible for training a lot of the guys that are coming up right now. A lot of them. He trained. He trained Damian Wayne. He trained Mike Booth. Um, he, 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 like me myself, I will give him 100% credit on teaching me psychology. Um, I was actually trained by Dewey Cheatham, Gab, Natron Steele in North Carolina, but I learned a lot of the physical stuff from them. When I came up to Virginia, I mean, that guy has got a learning tree for you to sit under that will just blow your mind as far as psychology and, and, and uh, promos and everything like that go. I mean, he's he's instrumental in the guys around here, 100%. He's he's definitely like the leader of the locker room. Him and Phil, Phil Brown end up doing that a lot. But, uh, yeah, I'm surprised you know his name. Oh, dude, come on, man. I've been a tape trader since... Since tape traders were tape traders. <laughs> That's it, brother. <laughs> you know, half of the guys that I traded with back in the day ended up in the business. Really? Necro, for one. Necro was a tape trader back in the day. Was he? Well, we all we all we all had our interest in different aspects. I mean, heck, I was I was the biggest mark before I ever got in. There you Let's go. We have an update. We have an update from Arizona. That asshole Barry Zito has given up two runs. It's three to two in the bottom of the second. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> I hate that guy. He's overpaid and horrible. But I went on that well, I wish I... he came on. That's fine. <laughs> um. So, um, what are you doing this weekend? This weekend, I'm going up to uh, the Legends of the Ring in New York. No, 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 no. That's next weekend. Never mind. Um, what is this weekend? I think it's, uh, I think Crew has a show this weekend in North Carolina. I'm not sure. I just got back in Virginia, and um, I didn't really have any solid bookings that I had that I was going to in the first two weeks, but there's a couple shows that I heard of that I was going to go show up to. I just don't think I've actually picked out which one yet. <laughs> cool, cool. So um, when you broke in, uh, do you remember your first match, and do you have it on tape? Um, I do have it on tape. It's nothing I'm ever going to show to anybody, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you want a good story, I definitely have a story for you, man. Um, I went I went to my very first wrestling show. I had no knowledge of independent wrestling at all. Um, ECW was just starting to do their pay-per-views. I was 15 years old and um, heard about this independent show in Newport, North Carolina that I ended up going to. And uh, my mom at the time owned an internet chat line on MIRC. And after that show, I got in there, and the promoter, whose name was James Thurston, was in that chat line, and I ended up talking to them and found out they had a training school. Um, they they did not want to let me train at all because I was 15 years old, and I wasn't just a 15-year-old. I was a teeny, tiny, little, itty-bitty 15-year-old. And um, after a couple months, I started to get over with them. We hung out a few times, and one night in uh, some rat's house in North Carolina, they they were, like, pushing on me, man. They were like, uh, so how bad you want to get in the business, kid, and, you know, this shit and that shit. 
And I was like, man, I'll do whatever it takes, whatever you want me to do. And uh, he said, take off the shirt. I was like, all right. He was like, put your hands behind your, your back. I said, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> he said, uh, he, I don't know if you ever heard the name Natron still, but he's kind of a bigger guy. Got a lot of weight to him. Um, that motherfucker gave me 40, count them, 40 chops. Overhand, backhand, overhand, backhand, overhand, backhand, until my chest from my throat to the middle of my stomach was completely bloody and black and blue, man. It was freaking disgusting. But two, three days after that, I was able to get in the ring and start training. Sounds like a Flying Brian match. Man, you have no idea, bro. Deadly overhand chops. Man, it was, it was, I don't know. I, I hate, to this day, I hate taking chops in the ring just because of that. <laughs> I know it's just because of that. But, uh, I mean, it, it, that's how I got started, man. That's how I, you know, first first started training in North Carolina. Then I uh, ended up coming up to Virginia and training with Phil Brown and Preston Quinn and them. And, you know, it's kind of trained all over the country since then. Did dojos with a bunch of people and never stopped training. That's my attitude. Amen. Never stopped. But, yeah, that's how, I, that's how I first broke in. And my first match was with a really crappy company that I'm not even about to put over anywhere. Um, and it was actually at a St. Patrick's Day uh, festival. And I ended up wrestling like three times on that show because only six six guys showed up to the show. Um, and it was really crappy. Um, my first official... Oh, it was, man, I, I'm not even going to put that crap over <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. I'm not even going to drop... I, I'm not even going to drop his name. It was Carolina Wrestling. It was freaking, and I don't know if you know the reputation of Carolina, but the majority of Carolina is the armpit of wrestling. It's, it's you know, a bunch of backyarders, and it's hard to weed out. Oh, my God. <laughs> but if we, if we fast forward a little bit, man, I kind of got lost in life in between that match and then what I would call my first official match. But what I would call my first official match was uh, against uh, Sean Denny, who at that time was known as Sean Lee. Um, and that's what I would actually consider my first official match. But in a technical world, it, it, it isn't. But, uh, yeah, wow, I can't believe you just dropped that name. Jesus. <laughs> Come on, heard of that crook. But, anyway. <laughs> so, wow. uh, what, what companies have you worked for up and down the Mid-Atlantic? Oh, man, I've worked for the majority of the NWAs on the East Coast. Um, I've worked for a promotion named Crew, which is Coastal Real Extreme Wrestling. Um, they were a really good company for a long time, but they kind of ran their own product into the ground. And from what I hear, they're not doing very well anymore. Um, VCW, which was Virginia Championship Wrestling and is now Vanguard Championship Wrestling, who just got their own little TV deal around here. Um, I've worked for, uh, let's see, uh, a couple of the promotions up in Jersey um, with uh, Frankie O. Um, oh, God, is that even his name? Ricky O, yeah. Oops. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. Did you work the taping this past weekend or no? No, I did not. Um, see, I was in transition. Um, I was moving from California back to uh, Virginia and uh, got caught up in the middle and got stuck in flagship Arizona for four or five days. and. Um, oh, yeah, uh, freaking, I ran into some trouble, um, so I kind of got stuck, but uh, Brandon Day actually went up, Sean Denny was supposed to go up, and uh, his car wouldn't make it, so they stuck Brandon Day in his spot, and from what I heard, Brandon Day had a really good match, and the guys liked him up there, which would be good for him, but I was planning on going, um, okay. which kind of sucked for me, because I wanted to be there, 
Um, but well, no, I did not make that, it. That last match on TV, you had you should have been. But, you know, that's, well, don't worry about it. You know, Ricky O and Marquez are both cool dudes, and, you know, they understand. Right. Or or at least, you know, Ricky O. But <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to bury Dave Marquez because he refuses to come on my show. So Does he I'm really? I'm not going to bury him for it. Yeah, he just won't do it. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, you know, if, if he wants to give me a kayfabe interview, that's not a problem. It's cool. You know, it, either way. I mean, I'm a I'm a fan of his his product and his company, and I support them. Um, I have friends that work for him. You know, I mean, it's, we we have mutual friends. You know, we're both from California. I mean, I don't understand it, but you know, maybe he's not the radio show kind of guy, man. Uh, yeah. He was on the radio show last week. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I tried. <laughs> my my pick for rookie of the year, Mr. Balker, is at the plate. And he just lined a double. That's my boy. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Priorities, man. Never mind doing my radio show. I got to watch the Giants. They are right <laughs> It's understandable. <laughs> well, you know, priorities, priorities. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, now, let me get this right. You're not allowed to work for any of the AWA companies that are out there, right? Like uh, um, Atlantic? No, n- nobody's ever told me I'm not allowed. Um, however, I've always had, uh, problems going places and working when I can't get my expenses covered. So, uh, I just haven't, um, I was supposed to go work for, uh, CWF, I believe is the name of it. Um, they run in, uh, they run somewhere in North Carolina, but, uh, each time, you know, I keep hearing that, you know, they, they had their little TV deal and they wanted the TV deal to be the payday. And, you know, I'm sorry that TV deal doesn't put gas in my car at all. So I just haven't. But I've never heard that I wasn't supposed to. You know, I don't have a contract with NWA right now or anything like that forbidding me from working for him. Okay. Yeah, because for, I know guys that have worked for, for both Alphabet organizations, and, and I've been told off the record unofficially, it doesn't look good if you get booked for the other. Um, I say, what the hell, man? Go work. Get paid. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, who's paying attention to the AWA right now? What do they have going on? Um, you need to tune into the second hour. That's all I yeah. can tell you. <laughs> their, their former tag team champions will be on, and they have something to say about the ownership. Really? So, Where are they uh, from? Are they are they from the Middle Atlantic? They're from uh, Florida, the Harper gotcha. Express, the big gotcha. boys. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, those guys are fun. Um, what do you think of tag team wrestling? I've been a tag team wrestler the majority of my career, man. Um, and, you know, I don't mind it. Um, it's easier for me. <laughs> I don't have to work that hard. <laughs> um, you know, I was, uh, my first tag team was, uh, with Joey Sylvia, um, who was then Spank. He's a big AWA wrestler. He's, you know, most of the wrestling he does has been for the AWA. Um, and we were tag team champions in numerous different promotions. Um, but, uh, then my next tag team partner was Shane Falco and Shane Falco, um, and we went to Tennessee for the NWA 55th, and we won the North American Tag Team Belts. And then he uh, came off the top rope to the outside and did a double axe handle and smashed both of his ankles, completely shattered him. And that was it for Shane Falco. That, that was it. And then uh, I also was a part of Thrills and Chills, which was with Alex Sage. And we also started to taste a little bit of success, but then um, he decided he wanted to join the military. 
So he joined the military, and um, once again, I'm a single wrestler. Where is he stationed? Uh, you know, I've lost contact with him, man. I couldn't even tell you. I could not okay. tell you. I've heard I'm of him. I'm asking because uh, I have friends that, that, well, obviously you know one of them, Jeff Dino, who lives in San Diego and runs a company. And um, also my regular co-host, Alex Saint, is in the Marines, but he's, all, he's stationed in San Diego, and he's also a pro wrestler. So really? He, you know, he, he juggles both, which is which is funny. Um, you know, there was the radio show, his military career, and his wrestling career, but he threw me off the ship, so it's just his wrestling career and military career. Gotcha. And It'd be hard just to juggle, the, be hard to juggle the military and the wrestling, man. I mean, I know a few guys who've tried, like Chili Willie. I know you know who Chili Willie was. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, he did the same thing. You know, he tasted the success, got in the military, and I mean, I know he's starting to work again um, here the last couple of years, but I don't think he's doing as much as he was doing in his earlier years mm-hmm. because well, he, he's in the he military. Left, I think. It, like, oh no, he could have. He would have been on the top of the business, man. Getting there, you know, he was, he was ready to break out. Yeah, he was. He was one of the most charismatic wrestlers I've ever seen in my entire life, man. You know, he he was awesome, and he really should have been one of the top guys. Oh, he was he was headlining ECW pay-per-views when they when they shut down, and you know he was right at the cusp, you know, of breaking through. And mm-hmm. I think at at that time he he may have gotten a shot in New York um, because they did love those Carolina boys. Yep, so, they did at that time. Yes, they did. They were they were signing them left and right, and so was uh, you know WCW. They they got a couple of them from there as well. Um, well, we're talking about the Omega Crew. So, what oh, are your feelings on uh, on the guys that work for the Gouge promotion down there in Carolina, uh, Champagne and uh, Otto Schwanz? Have you uh, had any run-ins with those gentlemen? Um, no. Um, I really don't travel to that part of Carolina too much. Um, I do know Grog. I've been to a few of his shows. I see him at the Fan Fest um, every year in Charlotte. I talk to him. We've talked about me coming down, but never really came up with anything. Um, a lot of the guy like Scab, the guy who trained me actually wrestles down there. Who, God bless him, just messed up his neck and he needs neck surgery now. Um, he's done wrestling, but uh, you know I, I know most of the guys in the locker room. Um, but you know I don't have too many run-ins with them because they don't really come up here too much, and a lot of us just really don't go down there too much. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, let me see. Um. Okay, so what are your feelings on uh, on the Omega Crew? Um, did you get a chance to see them before they went to uh, to uh, WCW and WWE? Um, as uh, far Helms, as Helms, uh, Shannon Moore, the Hardys. Uh, Helms to, worked a few yeah, shows. Excuse me. Sorry about that. It's just my my alarm here. I gotta put put the chicken away. Oh, go ahead, keep going. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, those those guys were were um, at the top of the indies when I was first starting to train. Um, the promotion that I was training for, which was the World Wrestling Organization based in Moorhead City, North Carolina, um, used a bunch of those guys, um, but I never really got close to anybody. I've heard a lot of locker room stories. You ever get one of them on the phone asking about the rat brain because it's still famous in the Mid-Atlantic <laughs> and it's really freaking funny. Yeah, <laughs> they are, and they've been for years. Justin Art, Justin Art does not return uh, emails, so really, yeah. You know, 
Well, you know, I guess he's he's having his issues with the Mean Street Posse boys still, I guess, and yeah. you know, he doesn't want to come on. You know, he was the one guy, Venom. He was the one guy that I thought would blow up. He Venom? Was, he had the size, yeah. Uh, Jason Art, the guy from the Mean Street Posse, the big dude mm-hmm. with the ponytail. I thought he was going to be the breakout one out of that whole crew because he had the size, he could work, he was a decent promo. But I don't know. I guess he got into trouble in the locker room, or it's all politics, brother. One or, you know, got mad. It's, JBL ribbed him. And, it's know. all politics, bro. You know, it's your work and uh, your your promos that'll get you there. But you know, it's politics that usually keeps you there. You know, I've, I've heard so many stories of guys that just can't work a lick and really have no business being on TV. But they know the right person who will push them down the right person's throat. You know, get them there. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to ask you the standard question. I'm looking. This is hypothetical. I'm booking a show out here in California, and I'm flying you in. You'll be the semi-main event, and I will be able to fly in any independent worker that is not signed with ROH, TNA, or WWE. Who would you like me to fly in to work with you? Hmm. Damn, buddy. <laughs> Um, I'd have to put Damian Wayne over, man. I would definitely, I would definitely have to put Damian Wayne over, man. I feel like uh, me and him have put on some of the best matches I've ever done, and I know they're only going to get better. So for you to get the best possible match out of me with a guarantee, it would probably be Damian Wayne. It's a good choice, but I would have went with someone that's local. I wouldn't have to fly him in, you know, being a being a. Oh, one of your boys over there. Of course. Um, There's a gentleman that just moved out here a few months ago from the Midwest. His name is Brandon Bonham, and he just started with a pro wrestling gorilla down south, and he's uh, he's between up here in San Francisco and L.A., so he's like right in the middle. And this kid, he's worked up here as well for Fog City, and he is he's really good, and he's he's young, but he he thinks like a veteran in the ring. He has that, that thought process. And, mm-hmm. and I saw the same thing with you in the ring with, with Kovrick as well. So I figured it would be a, a very good matchup. But that's just, I'm just... When when did he start with PWG? Uh, I, I went to PWG um, two months ago, their show uh, two months ago. And uh, it, was that his first show? Because the name was, sounds kind of familiar. Well, he worked one of the Young Bucks. I think it was the opener. One of the, no. uh, the Jackson brothers. That that wasn't that wasn't the show I was at. Okay. Well, yeah, this kid's exceptional and uh, very fun to watch. Plus, you know, he's a nice guy, and he was on the show last week too. So, got gotcha. over too. You come on the show, I put you over. Gotcha. <clears throat> awesome, awesome. So, um, are there any companies out in your area that you'd you'd like to work or kind of outside? You know. What's far for you? 150, 200 miles? No, nothing's far to me as long as my expenses are covered. You know? I mean, um, this is a business of being on the road. I'm just not paying to go to shows to work for you. You're not going to put me on a flyer and then have me pay to come work for you. You know? And a lot of promoters don't think that way. And uh, that's why I don't go as many places as I would like to go. Um, There is a company in South Carolina that uh, just started a couple years ago and 
they're getting a lot of attention out here called uh, CWA. It's a Christian Christian Wrestling Association. Um, a lot of people around here are calling them the next brand. Uh, they put a lot of money into the shows. They do a lot of uh, like TNA versus CWA um, shows, and you know they bring in a lot of big names, and you know they draw a very very good amount of people. I think they just started getting a some sort of a TV deal down there too. Um, that's one of the places I'm trying to, you know, branch out to get down to. And I was supposed to probably three or four different times, but my schedule is always conflicting with their schedule and we just haven't been able to meet in the middle yet. Um, but that's definitely one of the companies that I would love to, to get on with. They have a lot of good talent. They I don't know if you've heard of, uh, Josh, Josh Magnum. Um, yeah. he's, he's one of their main cruiserweights. And I've seen this guy wrestle at uh, the legend fan fest in Charlotte last year and, guy's like anti-gravity man he's, he's awesome he's like he's like a sanjay duck when sanjay was in uh uh, uh what is it combat, combat zone. zone one of the few reasons yeah. to watch that garbage yep that's it but i was watching ruckus and uh watching ruckus and sanjay do their their matches man when they were phenomenal some of the stuff that they were doing i could never understand ruckus because back in the day he was pudgy and I yeah he was how that pudgy little guy can do that shit but now yeah. he's looking down, he's starting to look good. I, you know, to be honest, he's he's still a young kid. I think it may have just been baby fat, but that's just. Mm-hmm. And I could say that because I'm damn near 35 and I'm fat and I'm sitting on my couch doing a radio show. But uh, <laughs> he he is start he is looking good. He's starting to trim down a little bit, and yeah. that, that kid is good. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, Willie Mack out there, man. Willie Mack's kind of got some weight on him, you know. He, he's kind of got that same look that Ruckus used to have. But that guy's, you know, he's agile as hell. He's doing all kinds of stuff that I'm not even doing. You know, some of the little guys are, he wrestles like freaking Red from the SATs. He wrestles like that guy. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's TJ's brother, right? Uh, who, Willie Mack? Yeah. Um. I'm thinking Kirby. Kirby Mack and TJ Mack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Willie Mack, he was on episode 10. I actually wrestled on, on episode 10 of the showcase. There you go. Again, I wait for DVDs to come in. I can't watch it online. So. Gotcha. Oh, you got uh, a DVD of the showcase? Yeah. How'd you get that? Come on, man. I wrestled the thing. I can't get a DVD. K-Fave, you'll be taken care of. You'll be taken care of. All right. <laughs> Hopefully, Mr. Marquez is not listening. Oh, if he is, hey, brother, how you doing? I miss you. <laughs> I'll be back, I'll be back soon. <laughs> put the company over enough, damn it. That's enough. Jeez, I'm entitled to one bootleg DVD. Shit. <laughs> you got it. You got it from. You got it from EWF, man. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> I do have Jesse on my speed dial, by the way. Stuff. See, see. <laughs> yeah, Jesse's a good guy, man. If he really is. If you get a chance, you need to go out and... This is for any indie worker out there. Save your money. Come out and do... Come out and stay a month with Jesse. Mm-hmm. Jesse knows what he's doing. Jesse could teach the most... He could take the most experienced worker in a locker room and teach him something. He's always got something new to teach somebody. Seriously. Like, I've... He's got a learning tree that... Got apples falling off of it left and right, man. And you really got to be there and catch some things and eat them and absorb them, and it'll make you ten times better worker. Mm-hmm. He's the, he's the put, next of the indie scene, man. Yep. You, you you go see him, you get shined. And yep. I'm not putting him over because he's a friend of the show. It's just 
it's the truth. And he's been. It, it really is, man. You know, I mean, it, it, when did I first see Jesse? I first saw him up here in '85. He was he was doing referee stuff for uh, the marathon WWF TV tapings. He used to have five-hour tapings, and he would come in and, and referee some of the some of the dark matches. Gotcha. And, and then I saw him in AWA, uh, getting killed by Colonel De Beers. And he's just <laughs> awesome. He's just awesome. You know, and I've never really seen a bad Jesse match. And <clears throat> but, so while you're Jesse's, who did you work out in the ring with? And did you get in the ring with T.J. Perkins? Yes, my first match in California was with T.J. Perkins. Um, I, see, I, I wrestled T.J. Um, in the actual school of hard knocks because they're at the Sports University College in San Bernardino, right. which is an enormous building and perfect for running shows. Um, I wrestled there. I also wrestled me and Joey Ryan versus uh, TJ Perkins and Liger Rivera, which was at Covina at the building he runs every every two weeks to every month, um, which is an awesome brother. building. Do what? Covina's money, brother. It is. It really is, man. He knows what he's doing. That's I know it. Thing. Go and learn the business from this cat. You got to. He's got a learning tree. There's not too many people who really have a learning tree for you to sit under, but his is enormous it really is he can teach you things that you wouldn't even think about any other time you know um there's just so much psychology related aspects of wrestling that he's so knowledgeable of i mean you just got to be able to sit there like a sponge and take it all in so when you were training i'm not saying in the match but when you were training with with tj how were his headlocks how were his headlocks uh-huh. Wait, <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for a punchline. <laughs> no, I'll follow it up after you answer. No, no, nothing TJ did with stiff as far as I'm concerned. But, I mean, I trained with Preston Quinn for a long time, so uh, stiff doesn't even exist to me. Oh, okay, well, there you go. You're used to it. Yeah, um, yeah. My, my co-host, Alex Fain, has had the pleasure of training up there uh, at Jesse School with TJ. And TJ put, put him in a headlock, and it was as close to a shoot headlock as you can get. And Alex says, why, why do you put your forearm up against the, the head and face? He says, well, so you can feel it. Like, That's TJ <laughs> Perkins will not come on my fucking show. That man, really? he will not leave character. I don't uh-huh. understand. He just won't leave character, even when he's training. He won't break character. I mean, I've seen him before shows that, that he's going to work, and I'm there as quote-unquote media or friends of the company, and he still wouldn't give me the time of day. It's like, hmm. dude, it's a ah. – but, you know, enough, enough of, of TJ. So um, what talent else – what other talent did you see or um, that you got to work out with down there for Jesse? Um, some of the guys that were constantly in the training school um, were Ryan Taylor. Um, Liger Rivera, Brandon Gasson does the training there. Um, he he, him and Jesse kind of run it together. Um, some other guys, uh, you know, if any of them are listening to me, they'd kill me because I'm not dropping their name right now. Because <laughs> I'm having a brain fart. About this one, Hook Bomberry. Hook, good old Hook Bomberry. Yes, sir. I love that kid. <laughs> he rarely comes to the training school, but. He did show up. Uh, he's always at the shows, but uh, he's he's not really in the training school that much. Um, um, 
God, I've got so many names on the tip of my tongue, and I'm sitting here seeing their faces right in front of me, but I can't think of the names at all. Who what was that? Uh, Kodiak. Kodiak? Yeah, he works the TV taping. Uh, Kodiak. Country Bear. Country Bear. How about Coconut Joe? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I'm not going to bury him. I, I, I won't bury him. I refuse. I won't bury him. Because... I will say this. If they were doing it the right way, they'd have the most over gimmicks on the show. Mm-hmm. I won't say anything about the work in the ring. I won't say anything about anything else. But if they did the gimmicks correctly, they would be the most over people on the show, and you would have to stick them in every single main event. I have to agree with you. I have to they completely would. agree with you. Completely. So, and they were there. Dave the Bruiser is another one that was always in the training school. Dave the Bruiser, there you go. That's the yep. last one that I can remember. Uh, okay, so did you get a chance to watch Hook in the ring at all? Um, no, not really. Um, I, I, I think he, he, he wrestled, uh, it was a six-man tag, or no, it was four different teams tagging up at PWG, and I believe he was in one of the tag teams. But, right. you know, there were so many guys and so many different things going on that it was hard to remember who did what. It was him and, I have the results here, it was uh, him and T.J. Perkins. Really? They go by the name, they go by the name T.J. Hooker, which is awesome. <laughs> which is awesome. I, I, and the thing is, I can't really picture T.J. Perkins as a heel. He's no, crazy. not really. But, he He definitely does not have that look. But it works in Gorilla for yeah. dogs, and I don't know why. Yeah. And 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 Hook is his is he's the typical little man's complex. He, he's dinky, but he thinks he's six four, and he thinks he can kill you. But I love Hook. I've I've seen him since he broke in. He broke in up here in Northern California, and um, he's really really good. And yeah. it was the best best thing that happened to him to move south. Yep. Um, because when he broke in, there wasn't much of a scene up here. Um. It was it was kind of quiet. Um, he broke in, and then he did some work for Gorilla, and he figured, what the hell, I'm going to move south. So he did, and, you know, now he's booked every other week for Jesse, you know, and then, uh, what is it, like once or twice a month for Gorilla. Yep. So, you know, like he keeps his weekends busy. And I think he was actually on the showcase, too. Was he? He was on – I think he was actually on the showcase, too, with uh, him and TJ teamed against um, – I don't remember who, but it's on episode nine too. Nine? I believe so. Let's see here. Let me find my listing. All right. Well, you have you have about oh wait a minute. We have Mr. Alex on the line. What's up, brother? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, did you ever see TJ uh TJ working Hold on. Hello. Chris, can you hear him? What's that? Uh, can you hear uh, me? Uh, can you hear my tag team partner? He's on the line. Yes, sir. Yeah, TJ, he did awesome work as a heel as Puma. Yes, he did, but that's, that's that's not the same look. Yeah, it's I, I told him uh, he, has, he has like a, a baby face. I, I told him it was like real hard for me to see him as a heel because he had such a baby face, but he was telling me he really wanted to work heel. Yeah, I think I think a lot of the guys who are more experienced and uh, are very good, like maybe you're thinking man's wrestler, want to be healed just so they could dictate more of the match and uh, be in more control of what's going on in the match. And he's definitely somebody who needs to be doing that because he is phenomenal in the ring. 
Hey, Alex, I shared your headlock story, bro, since Chris uh, did some training with him. <laughs> oh, uh, what, what headlock story? With About TJ. No, it was a wrist lock. Oh, it was a wrist lock? Yeah, oh, bro, you, you blew the whole spot. <laughs> uh, well, you're talking about, well, the way I was taught to do the wrist lock is almost like a Kimura. And then TJ told me it was fake, and then he put me in a real wrist lock, and then damn near broke my wrist. Damn. So I called him a shooter TJ person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but He's TJ, a shooter and he keeps his hook. He's a shooter and he keeps his hook, man. TJ's awesome. Yeah, TJ, uh, TJ's phenomenal. Uh, TJ, like, the first time I met him, I got really pissed off because I kept calling him sir when I was training with him. Because I'm in the military, it's just a thing, like, yes, mm-hmm. sir, yes, sir. And then um, he was like, quit calling me sir, how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm 23. And he's like, oh, my birthday's in September, so he's like a month older than me. And I was like, ah, because he's so good. But, yeah, TJ Perkins is awesome, and he's really, uh, really good to the scene. So, where are you from originally, Chris? I know we went over this earlier, but I just joined the show. So, where are you from originally? Originally, I was born in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Okay, and how long have you been out in California? Um, I'm actually back in Virginia now. Um, I oh, left. Okay. To, I was in California from my birthday, which is February 24th, till about six days ago. Okay, so Chris, when you were out here in California, what guys did you see on uh, either EWF shows or any of the other shows you worked when you were out here? And who would you wish you could have worked when you were out here? Um, I definitely wish I could have worked uh, singles with Joey Ryan. Um, I'd love to work with the Young Bucks. Um, Joey can get Adam Pierce. I would love to have a match with Adam Pierce. Jesus, <laughs> I'm sure that would be incredible. Um, I just don't want to have to cut a promo on him. <laughs> Soon enough. Joey, Soon Joey enough. Ryan could. Joey Ryan could get the most out of any match. I mean, like. I hate to I hate to say like he doesn't do anything because he's doing a lot, but Joey I mean Joey's very, very phenomenal. Uh, considering uh, have you seen some of Joey's previous work before he got the the sleazy gimmick? I have not no. I oh, think okay. I've seen it. Might have seen some in UPW maybe. Yeah. Um, from from a long time ago, but uh, right this second now no. I just know Joey Ryan doing the gimmick that he's doing now. Yeah, Joey uh, in this current gimmick I mean it's just it's just awesome and he gets. It's the most of a lot of stuff, and he's, he's really phenomenal to watch. Um, if you had to choose any partner uh, to go against the Young Bucks, who would you choose? If I had to pick one? Yeah, if you just had to pick one. Or you can pick a couple. Oh, of man. They, they, they both yeah. seem like they have the – you know, I don't even know if I'd want one. I'd rather get a tag team partner that could do the same kind of stuff they could do and have a good okay. tag team match. Because a lot of the things that they're very good at, you can't do one-on-one. You right, know? right. Yeah, the Young Bucks, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal seeing the rise of the Young Bucks this past year, and I definitely definitely think they're going to be a, a tag team on the rise. Oh, definitely, man. What are they? One, one's 20 and one's, one's 19 or 18? They still one's have... One and one's 18. Yeah, man. They're, dude, you know, they're, they're blessed. But, and before I left, the last I heard is that they were going to Japan. Um, they were on their way to Japan. Yeah, apparently SEMA saw him wrestle at uh, BOLA night one, and uh, yep. they, had, they, had, they had like a 15-man match, I think, with the Los Luchas. And I guess yep. SEMA said, I have to have them. Yeah, the, yeah, the thing sure. with the Bucks that's amazing is they, they got a real good look to them. They're in shape, and they got really good gear. And, I mean, they don't look you know, like your, your standard independent independent act. And I think that's the nope. thing that really makes 
stand out other than their work. I mean, their work, I mean, I'm not a particular fan of that kind of style of work, but, I mean, they got a good good look, good work. So, I mean, if, if you're trying to come up in the independent scene, just for all the people listening, I mean, that's definitely an act that you want to not steal from but kind of model yourself after, you know? Definitely, definitely, because I'm sure five years from now, guys, are going to be. Definitely, definitely. And if Rocky Romero was still around, I wouldn't mind working him. Um, and uh, obviously Machine Gun, but Machine Gun had to leave. I got to hang out, out with him, you know, the night before he went to Japan or whatever. But uh, didn't get to work with him in the ring again. So that I, kind I of stuff. But Machine Gun get in the ring with Rocky. Um, may, maybe Black Tiger Four, but not Rocky. Right. Um, just from what I hear, Black Tiger Four is under contract to the NWA, but Rocky Romero is not. So really? It looks like. Um, you're going to have to do it with the black tiger, which yeah. no, wouldn't be a problem. I prefer that. Yeah, I, it's I, all the same I, to me. I prefer the work. I, pre- be, I prefer it. his black tiger work. Same as DJ. I prefer the puma work. I would have rather really? liked to have seen a black puma come out in a black gear and be Right. Here. But yeah. I, I just I can't get into TJ. I, I just can't do it. He's too damn pretty. <laughs> What's all pretty boys, man? <laughs> hey. <laughs> we can get over his heels, damn it. Um, <laughs> and there's a question, Al. <laughs> okay, I lost my technique partner. I guess his boss came by. Wow. Uh, all right, well, we are running low on time, so I'm going to give you the office to let the people know out there how to contact you as far as fan mail, if you get it or whatnot, or if any promoters out there, legitimate promoters, please, would like to book you. Um Hook up with the info, brother. I appreciate it, bro. Let's see. Your uh, your MySpace would be myspace.com backslash Chris Escobar. No space. Yes, sir. That's it. Bada bing, bada yes. boom. I know my shit. Chris, thanks for coming on, brother. It was definitely my pro- my pleasure. I appreciate Hopefully it, man. Anytime. Hopefully you're able to uh, come back out here and then get on the TV. Um, oh, definitely, man. Not, definitely. If not... You know what, though? They filmed the first set of shows in Texas so they can meet you halfway. Amen. And, you know, my my plans in August are to either go to Tampa or back to Cali. So if I'm not in one, I'll probably be in the other. And either way, you'll see me. Tremendous, tremendous. Thank you for coming on, brother. It was definitely my pleasure. And uh, I would um, like to ask a favor. The next time you see uh, Mr. Wayne and Mr. Denny, can you pass on my MySpace for me? Definitely will, man. On the show. Definitely. Thank you, brother, for coming on. It was, you guys uh, have... it was our pleasure. And uh, we'll have you on again sometime down the road, hopefully, with uh, news of you signing with a larger company or the NWA blowing up. You never That's, know. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, man. You guys have a good night. Awesome, brother. Take care now. All right. That was NWA Virginia, NWA Pro Star, Chris Escobar. Um, you folks need to go out of your way to see Episode 9 and 10 of the NWA Showcase. Uh, Mr. Escobar had pretty good matches on those shows. Um I, I don't like to compare people, um, so I won't. Um, he's he's different, but you can tell the influences from Damian Wayne and Sean Denny. But that's you know he was trained and did working out with them and whatnot. And I really don't want to uh, you know compare anybody to anything or you know that's not my thing. Uh, we're waiting for the Heartbreak Express to call in. Uh, 
maybe uh, Mr. Saint, if you're listening, if uh, if the boss isn't around, you can call in again. But uh, okay, let's get you a giant score here. If they put it on the air, Barry Zito's blowing it as usual because he sucks. I mean, he's got the big curveball working, but that's about it. But he stinks. Okay, actually, let's flip up. Let's get a shark score. Must be between periods. And the bottom of the fourth is 3-2 Giants over the D-backs. So Zito is actually winning a game for once, which is truly amazing. So what we're going to do is... Now I'm having issues loading up the Blog Talk site, so I can't check and see if anybody's on on the line or not. So if you're on the line, please hold on. I, I'm having a bit of a website technical issue here. Um, I don't know why. So let's close a couple of these programs that are not needed here. <clears throat> okay, we are waiting here. I can't even play a commercial or a song. But I can uh, plug our sponsors once again, WrestleWarehouse.com. Uh, for all your Lucha Libre mask needs, DVDs, T-shirts, WWE swag, all kinds of different stuff, um, go to WrestleWarehouse.com and SoCalProWrestling.com. They're owned by the same person, Jeff Dino. And if you're anywhere in the uh, deep Southern California, you know, past L.A., and you need to rent a ring, you can also contact Mr. Mr. Dino. Uh, that would be WrestleWarehouse at Hotmail.com. Um, Jeff does rent his ring from time to time. So if you, you do need a ring, you can do that as well. And if you rent the ring, you will get my tag team partner, Alex Saint, on the ring crew. And you can also book him because he always brings his gear. So, oh, wow, I'm going through stuff here, and I'm waiting for this damn site to load. It doesn't want to load for some odd reason. So I can't even play a song or a commercial. So we'll go talk about our other sponsor, which would be FogCityWrestling.com. Uh, they had a very successful show, uh, what was it, the 12th of April, and it was fun stuff right there. I'll tell you, it was fun, good stuff. Um, their next full-on event will be on, I don't have a date, but it's in June in San Francisco um, at Keysar uh, Pavilion, which is near Haight Street in the city. Um, it's a beautiful venue for wrestling. Um <clears throat> Excuse me, but they will have a DVD release party in May. Uh, for information on on all that, you can go to FogCityWrestling.com. Um, go go to the DVD release party, man. Come by, say hi to KZ and the wife of KZ. <laughs> you know she's the brains behind this operation. Um, just shout out to you, Jessica. I love you, baby. Uh, she's the one that keeps everything together here. So uh, we're waiting for the Heartbreak Express to call in. Um, Either member, uh, I know either gentleman has a lot to get off their chest. Um, let's see. What I'm going to do is play a quick commercial for a friend of the show. Are you looking for hard-hitting, high-flying, independent pro wrestling action? Ah, let's stop that. That's got my, my beat on the intro. Um, Elite Pro Wrestling, <clears throat> based out of uh, the Chicagoland area, they have a wrestling show that lo- that airs live at 10 p.m. Uh, I think it's Central Time, or it might even be Eastern, but it, it streams live on their website, EliteProWrestling.com. Elite TV. Um, 
it also airs on, I think it's Channel 19 on Chicagoland Comcast. That I think that sounds right. I, if I got it wrong, I'm sorry, Vito. But uh, check out the product. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, you need to check out the first show. The first show is great. Um, I think they have like 14 of them total. Um, you can also get their DVDs from EliteProWrestling.com. Vito, send me discs. Um, I can't say enough. I mean, you get the Tomasellis, you get Acid, who's awesome. I love Acid's work. He's good, and he's been doing this shit since you know the late 90s. When I first see him, 97 or 98. Um, good stuff there. Uh, there's also the Soul Touches, who um, made quite an impact in the Philadelphia area uh, a couple months ago for the Chikara King of Trios. They stole the show, especially uh, Big Willie. Um, that was good stuff. Uh, very good, very good. Uh, go out of your way to check out Elite Pro Wrestling. Um, well, enough of that cheap plug. You owe me a beer, Vito. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, while we're while we're on the subject, um, those of you that are listening that are not members of the F4WOnline.com empire, um, they had the free Brian and Vinny show up that was uh, put up early this morning, and that's some funny shit right there. You guys need to go F4WOnline.com and download and listen to the show. Uh, it's fun, fun stuff. Um, there's another free show from last week. I think it might be Dr. Keith with, yeah, it's Dr. Keith with Claudio Castagnoli, which was a pretty fun interview. Um, Claudio doesn't do many interviews. Um, he really doesn't have time, but he did get in one for Dr. Keith because Dr. Keith is the man, my dog. But, uh, yeah, F4WOnline.com, $7.99 a month. You get all the audio that, fuck, dude, you can't even, I can't even listen to all the audio. And I'm constantly listening to audio with my iPod or MP3 player or whatever. But uh, Brian also puts out a hell of a newsletter, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, okay, enough of plugging Brian's shit. Uh, NewWaveProWrestling.com. If you're anywhere in the San Diego area, uh, you need to go and check out this company. Um, I was at their last show, and the work was up and down the card rather good. Um there were some guys that, you know, obviously, you know, they're indie, but they all worked hard, and it was good stuff. Uh, you need to go out of your way to uh, – I'm not saying this because he's my friend or my co-host. You need to go and see Alex Saint in the ring or cut a promo. This guy is a prick. He is a prick. I wanted to slap him outside of the venue after the show on the way to Denny's. I wanted to slap the shit out of him. I would have, but he was driving. But, you know, he got over with me, and I'm, I'm a pretty tough critic. But, um, yeah, you need to go out of your way to um, check them out. Um, they need to – okay, I'm not going not gonna to go there. Also, um, SoCalProWrestling.com, um, you need to see the last three SoCal Pro Wrestling shows. Uh, January had one hell of a title match with uh, NWA champion, friend of the show, Scrap Iron Adam Pierce, against the other friend of the show, SoCal Crazy. That was good stuff. Um, and uh, they also had a – last month they had a Ricky Mandel, the guy who was 0-9, challenge Adam Pierce for the world heavyweight title. Um, I knew the outcome of the match going into watching it, but I also – I was hooked, dude. I was on my couch. I thought that Pierce was going to lose. I thought Pierce was going to lose. 
And, I mean, they just told the hell of a story. Um, even though Mandel lost, Adam Pierce created a star. Um, I have to put Adam Pierce and Ricky Mandel over. Um, that's still, no matter what Jeff Dino tells me, that is still my pick for SoCal Match of the Year. Um, I was thoroughly entertained. Um, and, you know, for those that are listening that are from the SoCal Uncensored message board, I'll tell you guys, there's other stuff going on other than L.A. and Pro Wrestling Gorilla and EWF. There is a scene in San Diego. The LLII Lucha shows are fun. New Wave Pro, I can, I may be up here in Northern California, but I have been to show. I have seen their stuff. I've seen DVDs of the, of the uh, SoCal Pro Wrestling product. That's good stuff. Why not drive an hour and a half, two hours? Go support your indies. There are other indies other than PWG. Go to EWF. Go support Jesse. He's a good guy. Runs a good product. Has really good workers. And he's teaching these kids how to properly be in this business, how to survive in this business. Um, they're, well, I'm not even going get, to get on topic of Gary Yap, that motherfucker. I'll tell you, Gary, if I see you walking down the street, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. And you can quote me. And if you want to talk about it, it's myspace.com backslash rubber guard radio. You are a tasteless, tacky man. Okay, I was not at the show where you hung that African-American guy, but you know, your, your boys, Bo Cooper, fuck you. That's wrong. You hung him with a noose, man. That's a joke. That's a... I, I'm sorry, guys. I... I have to play a song. I have to take a break. On May 3rd, 2008, my wife Jessica will be participating in the Bay Area Brain Tumor Walk. My wife Jessica has overcome and has been brain tumor free for five months. Jessica is collecting sponsors for this very important charity. And if you would like to donate anything, please visit the website www.firstgiving.com backslash Jessica Trites Man. That's J E S S I C A T R I T E S M A N N. Once again, firstgiving.com backslash Jessica Trites Man. And also remember that this is a tax deductible write off. So please dig deep into your pockets and support this charity. Um, my family and my wife, we would greatly appreciate it and thank you. Well, there you go. Jessica, congratulations. Six months uh, tumor-free. And um, <clears throat> for the listeners out there, you know, I'll tell you, I've been a grumpy son of a bitch the last two weeks. Um, I haven't had a cigarette in ten days. So, um, you know, I've, I've officially quit smoking. So uh, I promise, I swear, in upcoming shows I won't be such a dick. But we need to liven things up, so let's get funky. Madison, Madison. Madison. Fuck you, son of a bitch. 
You are fag, you are punk, little gay. Okay, I, I can't get enough of that great collie. I, excuse me, the uh, Iron Sheik stuff. That's good stuff right there. Wow, we are still awaiting a member of the Heartbreak Express to call in. Um, excuse me, excuse me, please. Uh, let's go, and what we're going to do is we're going to drop another commercial here. Let's see, what am I going to play now? Uh, okay, I guess this will work. More friends of the show. Your clock seems to stick on 420. I have the radio show for you. It's called the Peace Pipe Hour with your host, Ben Jordan, and a friend of the show, Vito Thomason. You can find information about their show at www.intherotation.com, and they also stream live on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com backslash jerk. Okay, that's uh, the peace pipe. Um, ben Jordan and Vito Tomaselli on Sundays, man, that's some goofy shit. You know, they smoke a little bit of the stuff, and they uh, they do a radio show, which is pretty fun. So uh, let's drop this one. I'm the bargain on the one of all these. 
dangerous hacks of progressive and the Texas bad boy himself, David Fuller. You fools don't sleep on Rubber Guard Radio. You know, I really need to edit that commercial um, because we are not uh, archived on angry remarks. We are archived on our own website. Yes, sirree. RubberGuardRadio.com. We archive our shows. Um, let's see here. Okay, I'm running out of stuff to talk about. There's really not much news going on. Um, let's see. I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. And hopefully, uh, this uh, this guy could uh, call in. Um, I'm not going to give away you know, the name or, or who it is, but um, he does have some things to talk about. So we'll um, give him, you know, the office uh, if he wants to. Um, John, if you're out there listening, brother, pick up the – call me. Barber, if you're out there, call me. Call into the show. I just texted you the phone number. If you're listening, brother, call in. <sighs> Boy, it's been a long night here. Uh, okay, what we're going to do is I'm going to go through MySpace, and April 26, 2008, Oceanside Boys and Girls Club, 401 Country Club Lane in Oceanside, California, SoCal Pro Wrestling. We'll be having their one-year anniversary. I'm going to run this down here. We have, in the main event, for the vacant SoCal Pro Heavyweight title, we will have the returning Alcatraz against Jason Redondo with TNT. And the semi, which should be fun, uh, the Ballard brothers will be taking on the Young Bucks, which will be really good. Um, also, we have a rematch from uh, the January January show. NWA World Heavyweight title, Scrap Iron Adam Pierce will be taking on SoCal Crazy for the title. And whom am I speaking with? What's going down, Sunshine? You sound like you needed somebody to rescue you, brother. <laughs> Marcus Mack, what's uh, up, baby? What's going down, Playboy, man? I just uh, seen a little, uh, was watching the playoffs over here, and I decided to see what was going on at Rubber Guard. And I heard you wearing oh, commercial after commercial after commercial. Hey. Dog was cracking. Well, my, my guests that were supposed to be on in the second hour, man, they're working for Frank Goodman, and uh, Goodman has been known to w- work, uh, run five-hour shows, so they're supposed to come on after the show. So mm-hmm. they're probably uh, waiting in their gear, in the locker room, picking their nose and popping gimmicks. But, you know, it's not <laughs> like there's anything wrong with picking your nose. More popping gimmicks. <laughs> there it is. No hating here. No hating here. No. So uh, what's what's going on this weekend up here in the Yay? In the Yay area, man, I don't even know what's really going on this weekend. I don't know if anybody even got a show this weekend. Oh, and shit, APW, Gym Wars, what am I talking about? Absolutely, oh, APW, Gym Wars, hey, we're California, the famous garage. <laughs> be there or be square, be there or be busy, man. <laughs> Unlike April 12th, where there were five fucking shows. Oh, man. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Were there five shows going on on April 12th? There were five shows uh, in the Bay Area, man. 
I know yeah, Fog City had theirs, and then uh, they had the little Santa Rosa deal going on, and uh, there was a Lucha show up in the uh, Okay. And there were two others. Uh, there was CCW, which you and I oh, uh, went to. What? <laughs> modest worked. Modest worked, huh? Okay. Modest worked. So I I I love Fog City and Dominic and all, but I think I. And then uh, Gabe Gabe had there. his deal going on with Sports Promotions also. That was the fifth That's one. Right. Up. That was. Yep. Man. Okay. So modest well, worked, huh? Yeah, I was I was shocked. How was he looking? When I saw him. I don't know. I hey, I was with you, baby. I don't know. Uh-huh. I was shocked I heard that. when when I when I heard about it. I was like, wait a minute, what the? That means he's taking bookings. Nice. This is a good thing. Oh yeah, can't go wrong with Mike Modest, man. Hands down, greatest thing that ever came out of the Bay Area. That's right. That's right. At least in my lifetime. Yeah. Well. Okay. You're you're still a young buck, so we won't go there. We won't go there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the Sharks still going? Sharks are still going, man. I was watching that uh, Warriors-Suns game, and then, I mean, those Warriors are still on my mind. Suns and Spurs game, and uh, I just had to come downstairs because my phone started dying on me, and i got to get this Dr. Phil shit off. Uh-uh. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Change that channel. Hell yeah. Comcast, channel 40. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's good with you, man? How's it still going? How's everything going with you? I just tuned in about 20 minutes ago. Not even that, man. A few minutes ago. Uh, I was begging for a phone call. It's the same old, man. It's just same old. You know, Mm -hmm. we we keep trucking, man. This is episode 50-fucking-two, and I cannot believe it. Nice. 52. Yeah, I got a little MySpace. I got a little MySpace message today from a dude who I went to high school with who's living in San Diego. And he said, man, where can I find some wrestling at in San Diego? I said, boy, you better look up New Wave Pro Wrestling. You know what I'm saying? There it so is. New Wave, does New Wave run out of the San, out of San Diego? Just making sure. Downtown. Downtown. Okay, wide. yeah. And then this this Saturday, there's um, SoCal Pro, which is in Oceanside. Which is right oh, out yeah. I went, to, I went out to the little uh, WrestleMania, and just by, uh, by fluke, I happened to run into Jeff at the airport as I was leaving. There you go. There you go. You know, it's it's amazing, man. This country is so small sometimes. You run into motherfuckers. You know what I mean? You want to you talk about small? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was at a house <laughs> show. I was... Hold on. Just what was that? have an update in Arizona. It's 5-3 Diamondbacks. They're roughing up bitch ass Zito. But okay. I'm sorry about that. I've been updating all night. <laughs> Yeah, I was at a house show once in uh, Finland. I, was, I happened to be out there visiting family, man, and uh, and I go outside to have a cigarette, and uh, there's like 500 drunk white people, you know what I'm saying? I see one Asian dude walking through, and I said, wow, man, that guy looks familiar. I didn't, I didn't know him, but you know what I'm saying? He's Filipino, you know, Daily City is. I said, hey, what's going on with you, brother? He said, I said, where are you from? He said, I'm from San Francisco. I said, no way, dude, I'm from San Francisco. He said, oh, actually, I'm from Daily City. I said, oh, shit. Me too, you know, bro. boy got to talking about Nation's Hamburgers and the whole shit, dog. Oh, man. You got you to gotta know, there's no no other better thing than a Nation's Burger at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, man. Off, yeah, that was, that was all the way in fucking Finland, bro. I couldn't believe it. 
Ugh, insane, insane. And uh, the caller that just called in that was dropped, call right back in so we can uh, dump Mr. Mac here. But, uh, yeah, I was I was running down the uh, the show for, for SoCal Pro this weekend. They got some fucking talent, man. Who's working they have, there? Uh, they have Alcatraz on top with okay. Jason Redondo. The mm-hmm. semi are the Ballard Brothers and the Young Bucks. Oh, that'd be good. Money. Oh, dude, yeah. I've seen three matches with them, and they've yet to be bad. And Adam Who, Young Bucks? Yeah, either, either. Yeah, time. I've seen them come in a couple on, times man. to APW. They're you know bad. How many times we've seen the Ballards, man. Oh my God. <laughs> come on, up here in APW country, how many times have you seen those guys? Man, oh, yeah, you know what? Sure. They're still doing it. It's been 12 years or so since the first time I saw them, and they're still doing it at top level. Spanish and still doing the thing, man. And uh, we have Adam Pierce, the champ. He will be defending against SoCal Crazy. Which uh, they had a match in January that was awesome. I'm I'm really surprised that SoCal Crazy hasn't moved, you know, out of out of the San Diego area. But um, they, he will soon enough. But uh, yeah, it looks good. I, I wish I was going down for the show, but you know, family shit happens. So you know, I can't travel the way I used to. <sighs> All right, let's see. So uh, would you? Uh, did you, did you watch King of the Ring last night on Raw? Okay, I think we may have lost Marcus. Yep, I think we have. All right, so the caller that called in before, please call back. Okay, we have Marcus Mack back on the line. Yes, sir. Thought I lost you there, brother. Did your phone die? Oh, man, something happened. I don't know what happened, man. But, yeah, man, anybody who's out here in the Yay area, Northern California area, you want to see a good show this weekend, come out and see APW, Jim Morris. It don't cost you nothing. Three cans of food donated to the homeless. Well, how better is how, how much better can you get than that, man? You guys guarantee the night of action. Have you gotten a chance to see Jekyll's a jester yet? No, but I've heard of him. I'm going to catch him. Jesus at Christ, this kid, is, this kid is great, man, and he'll be taking on Brian Cage for the APW Worldwide uh, internet championship. All right, hold on. Oh, lady's yelling at me. But, um, yeah, he'll be taking on uh, Brian Cage for the internet strap, and I believe MPT, will be, who's the APW world champion, will be tag teaming with uh, Tito Aquino, taking on uh, old school Oliver John and... Or, no, I think old school is teaming with Tito, and it'll be MPT tagging with... I don't know. You got to double check. It's all prowrestling. dot com. Rick Luxury, maybe? No, not Rick. It's um, hmm. San Francisco's favorite, Dilla Drake. Hey, there you go. Wow, that's a pretty good show. Shit. Yeah, it's a damn good show. You can't beat three cans of food to go see that. I'm gonna huh? have to go out and watch it from the street. <laughs> <laughs> Get there early, man. You know what I'm saying? That line can be a bitch sometimes. Sometimes. Hmm. Hey, you know what? Sometimes it was, it was fun back in the day standing in that line. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, constantly talking shit with everybody. Yeah, it's man. still fun, man. Mm. Well, I, c- I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. I stepped to the front of the line. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I haven't been in that line in 10 years. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's get to the front. <laughs> now we roll. 
an update from the Shark Tank, Calgary and San Jose. Still what? What? Two sharks. Four to two sharks. Nice. Nice. But yeah, man, support all pro wrestling. If you're in the Yay area, come check that show out this Saturday. Hey, we're California. I believe bell time will be seven o'clock. And that's pretty much that's pretty much it that's going around uh, this weekend. Last weekend there was a big PCW show, which I heard was really good. I wasn't able to make it up there, but I'll be there for the next one. Yeah, I heard it was it was good. I heard it was really good. They tore it down. I think it was their anniversary show too. I heard those wild SBW boys tore the house down too. Eight years. Can you believe that shit? Eight years. That's insane. I, I think there's like what two other companies in in California that have been running that long, big time and all pro, and then Supreme. That's nuts how they could do that, you know, and still put on good shows. But I mean, they More got power to them. As long as the shows are good and you hear positive shit, then they're doing something right. There you go. You got Reno Scum, best act in money. California, best act in pro wrestling. That's no joke. That is no joke. Uh, the scum. They're like the second coming. Off, they're like the second coming of the Freebirds, dude. I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank you. Put, put some, uh, someone needs to send some packets up to WWE. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you should send them to Michael Hayes right now, but uh, send them to, <laughs> send them to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> He's in hot water, so. <laughs> was he the one that was suspended? Yeah, 60 days, Michael Hayes. Oh, wellness violation. Wellness? Was it wellness violation or? Yeah, I believe so. Ooh, whatever, dude. They should let the old timers take their shit, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, they put in their time. <laughs> you know, they're hobbling backstage, giving finishes and whatever. They should be able to take their shit. Why not? You know, yeah, I, yeah. I was pissed off when they when they when they instituted that thousand dollar fine if you get popped for smoking pot. It's like, dude, shut up. It's all natural and, and it's a hell of a painkiller. My my understanding with the with the pot thing is uh, they can only fine you once a year, which is not really nothing with the thousand dollar pot. They really, I don't. From what I understand, they don't care. Whatever. Here's five grand. Talk to me in five years. <laughs> you know, it's bullshit. Yeah. Oh, it I is what it five, is. Five to two sharks. Wow, they're whooping up what on them in game seven. Damn, see, I turned the channel and I'm all fucked up. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, what did you think of Mania? Of what? Uh, Flair and Michaels at Mania. Oh man, you know, uh, I don't, I don't usually get out of my seat and pop for anything, man. You know what I'm saying? When I go to a, especially, you know, any show, you know, but the WWE show especially. But I had to give it to the old timer nature boy, man. You know what I'm saying? He came in and uh, he did his thing. They actually put on a hell of a story. I really enjoyed that match. I've actually gone back and watched it a few times since, and that's uncanny for me to go back and watch anybody's shit. Two or three more times, but they they had a really good match, man. That that WrestleMania, I uh, went out and made the trip. I actually got the whole trip paid for. It. Didn't have to come out of pocket nothing, and in the end, got paid to go to WrestleMania. So it worked out for me. But uh, yeah, that uh, that Ric Flair, uh, Sean, like that that whole show, dude, was unlike any wrestling show I'd ever been to in my life, man. It was uh, with all the fireworks and the outdoors, and you know, it was pre- it was pretty wild. It was an event. 
Yeah, it was it was a real event. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they announced they announced Arizona for next year, and word has it that it may be Mexico City the year after in a bull ring or a soccer stadium that holds a hundred and twenty five thousand. If that happens, I'm going to Mexico. I am going to go to Mexico because that's the thing for me. Um, sitting in a soccer stadium watching WrestleMania, come on. You know, it, it doesn't matter who's on the damn card. I'm going. Because there isn't a drawing card. The drawing card is WrestleMania. So, and we have, uh, I dropped, we had uh, Marcus Mack dropped. So, um, I know you're out there, Mack. Thanks for calling in, brother. Really appreciate it. Okay, let's uh, hit up another commercial here. I know we're commercial heavy. Um, I'm assuming that uh, that the Heartbreak Express are uh, sitting in the back waiting to go on. It is a Frank Goodman show that takes five to six hours, so they're probably uh, waiting out there, uh, waiting to get in the ring. So um, let's play this one. It's now a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for action figures? Pro wrestling books, pro wrestling gear, title belts, music CDs, t-shirts, replica belts, wrestling DVDs, wrestling masks, wrestling rings. If so, please visit WrestleWarehouse.com. WrestleWarehouse will be able to help you with all of your pro wrestling needs. And make sure that you tell them that KZ from Rubberguard Radio sent you. And we have uh, the greatest ring announcer in modern, modern, Bay Area wrestling history, back on the line, Marcus Mack. Yo, what it is, man. Sorry about all the confusion, man. You know you know how it goes sometimes with these getros. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. That's, why I'm on, that's why I'm on my voice over IP phone, brother. <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard that. Oh, wow. So, um, did you hit the Raw after Mania, or no? No, I didn't hit the Raw. I just uh, I flew in Saturday. I went and uh, made some calls, went and checked out uh, TNA, and uh, then I went to the Hall of Fame and the WrestleMania, and I got out of there. Cool. So, how was the Hall of Fame? How, Hall, of Fame was, Hall of Fame was great, you know. It went a little long, actually. But <laughs> it went it went good, man. I felt kind of flare felt felt kind of bad for Flair. They were wrapping him up a few times there, and uh, a lot of like I saw the TV version of it, and it wasn't uh, it was heavily edited. You know, I, I want to see how they edit the final product of it, because uh, you know I don't know if it really got out there, but you know Rick Flair went out and uh, he thanked Chris Benoit for his contributions to his career and shit. And I don't see that making it to no WWE DVD. I don't know. But, uh, if I don't know if they'll cut it. I think they'll just you know remove the name. He's thinking yeah. blank, and then so and so. But from what I hear, the the whole thing's going on the Mania DVD, which I'm I don't think they should do. I think it it should be its own two disc set by itself. Um, I mean, it was over four hours. You could milk that shit. Yeah, I mean, you put out your, your that thing went program. way over four hours, man. I mean, it started at uh, I believe it started around like eight o'clock Eastern, and we didn't get out of there till like after midnight. 
it went it went real long, you know, four plus hours for sure. I think it started at seven thirty actually, seven o'clock maybe. See, and it go. went on. It, it was like four or five hours of stories and shit. Brock did a good job. Brock put a smile on my face. I don't give a shit what heat he got for what. That guy, uh, people are jealous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Never mind the bullshit, man. If you were making rock money, um, you'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, no shit. Well, he did what he had to do. You know? I mean, I can't knock the guy. You know, what the hell? He he put his time in. No, oh, yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think he left at the right time. He didn't Absolutely. get stale. He didn't get stale where no one wanted to see him. He didn't over overstay his welcome. You know, he got in and out. He did his thing. He drew his money. He entertained us. Then he left. You know, he didn't. I'm not saying that Flair hung on too long. But, uh, well. you know, Rocky didn't. <laughs> you know, Rocky didn't. Rocky said, okay, I'm using this as a stepping stone to move on up. Austin did the same damn thing. Whether Austin's health was good or not, that doesn't matter. He did the same thing. So did Piper. I mean, there's a lot of people that have done that. <clears throat> but not everybody has come back like Hogan. Not, it, but I don't think anybody's been as, as successful with their acting career as uh, as Dewey. No way about, it. no question about it, man. The and Rock is uh, the Rock is a superstar, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to seem like a big Rock mark, but uh, face facts. That guy, uh, every movie he makes, he's making millions and millions, man. They're bestsellers, you know. So it ain't uh. It ain't Hulk Hogan, man. It ain't uh, Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> you had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> Mr. Nanny. <laughs> man. It ain't Three Ninjas, brother. Bad. Ah, bad movies. At least They Live was watchable with Piper. I think that was the only one that was. <laughs> Pretty much. But, but uh, yeah, the... The Rock has made the transition rather well, I think, and you know, um, that last one, uh, game plan was really good, really good, you know. And I was, I was surprised that you know he would do the Disney stuff. But, oh yeah, you know, man. nothing wrong with a Disney contract. Their money's good. So what? What did you think about Fog City last weekend, bro? Or uh, two weekends ago, actually. Now. I was very impressed, top to bottom. But I'm going to tell you what I told Shooter after the show. I, I told Tony Jones, you know, the the finish of their, uh, the main event was a little flat, and I asked him, did they did they call you guys on time? He said, no, no. And I, I don't know. It, it was just strange that, that the ending of the show just fell kind of flat. I, I may have may have put the, the scum, you know, the scum battle, um, as I like to call it, on last. Um because for some reason the main event, I I don't know, they had heat. It just, it just, it seemed like it ended too early. But that that's just me. But I don't think that they they took long enough time to tell the story that they needed to, and I don't know why. And Tony told me it wasn't they weren't short on time. You know, but other than that, it was it was solid. Um, like you said, the scum. I'm a huge mark for the scum. Oh man. They are good, top to bottom. Even, even Isadora, who looks awkward in there, he still, you know, he's he plays the big man role rather well. Um, they're good. Uh, Cage is awesome. Bonham, enough said, man. He's working for Gorilla as well. 
so he's obviously doing something right. Um, old ass Chicano Flame can still go. I was amazed. Uh, to Chicano see that did go. that match. Yeah. That open. They they had opening match right. Uh, Chicano and uh, Venice. Yes. They actually told a great story, man. I, I gave both of them compliments after the match. I said, hey, you guys, fuck, dude. You guys rocked the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The crowd was hot. Too. Chicano Flame, people overlooked Chicano Flame. That was a hell of a worker, man. Mm-hmm. And Vince, the Vince DeMarco, is, uh, that guy is one of a kind, man. He's one of the best hands in California, I will say. I won't, specify, I won't specify northern or southern. I'll say he's one of the best hands in California. He does need to work on his on his uh, gut there. It's it's starting to. You you could tell his wife's a good cook. <laughs> he's a little pudgy, but other than that, you know he's. Hey, he still can work circles around most of these fucking clowns. Yeah, I hear you. And I hear quote you. me on. He's exceptional. And uh, I see big things for him in Fog City eventually. Eventually. Uh, his time will come, but uh, <clears throat> any uh, any word on what's gonna what's gonna happen? Uh, what they're gonna have to try to get booked for the? Is it the June show? Or I believe July? the show is uh, July first weekend in July, July third or fifth or something like that. Oh, and uh, it's gonna be a Keysar. That's all I can really say about it right now. I'm not going to go too much into details about anything. I really don't. And that would be July 5th. July 5th. It's going to be at the Keysar. And uh, Mm -hmm. from what I'm hearing, it's going to be a hell of a show. But I really can't say nothing more than that. You can guarantee that the scum will be in the house. They will. I can guarantee the scum will be in the house. (laughs) Cruiserweights, man. That, That was fun. That was fun. That finish was awesome. That was a great finish. What was With, it? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Chupa, little Chupi got, got nailed by one of the scum, and the scum guy went for the pin, and Ulysses slid in the ring. Oh, yeah. Decided not to break up the pin. That's good stuff. That's good storytelling. Because uh, Ulysses and Chupi are feuding not just at Fog City. They're all over the place. I know, the they're feuding all over the place, man. They're doing their thing yeah. everywhere, man. That's good stuff. That that Ulysses kid is really good too. I, I can't say enough good things about him. He you know, he's really, really good. Um but yeah, that, that whole that whole uh we beat up on the little guys thing was awesome because they were all over the place and you know, they were all over the building and that was just wild. Yeah, it was fun. I love that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it, it has its place on the card and they did it, they placed it properly. Um and I can't say enough good things about uh Brandon Bonham. Uh, that kid's got real talent, real talent. He was on the show last week, and, you know, he's just such a humble kid. Um, and when I talk to him, he's just like, yeah, man, you know, he just shoots the shit with me, you know, as opposed to, you know, he's calling a radio show host to, to get a radio spot. You know, we actually oh, talk, yeah. you know, and, and he's he's a good kid, and we're trying to get him. Brandon, to Brandon's him. a good kid. He came out of, like, the Midwest somewhere, I believe. <laughs> Minnesota, Minnesota or was, Wyoming, or not Wyoming, uh, Wisconsin or something. Minnesota. He was Somewhere around there. Eric Cannon. He was trained by Eric Cannon, and I have word that Eric Cannon will be appearing for Fox City in July. Yeah, that's he what is, I've heard also. Yeah, he's stopping here on his way home from a tour with Dragon Gate. So you never know who's on that Dragon Gate tour that may stop with him. You never know. You never know who's coming in, man. Keep keep <laughs> tuned to FogCityWrestling.com, bro. 
That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I know what my dinner People, people get your ass to this show. <laughs> Support your indies, man. I don't care if they are uh, pro wrestling gorilla. I don't care if they're uh, all pro wrestling, Fog City Wrestling, pro wrestling revolution. Support your indies, man. Go out and support SoCal Pro. Go out and support EWF and everybody, man. Go out there and do your thing. Enjoy well, yourself. The, the, the new crop, the new crop of superstars come from the indies. I don't give a fuck what Vince says that he's going to sign some some athlete and make him a wrestler. That doesn't happen. That's a load of shit. I mean, look at Bobby Lashley, gone. Goodbye. All the all the potential in the world, gone. You know, he had all the potential in the world, but that guy had about as much charisma as my sweater, man. You know what I'm saying? That guy. Uh, that was the only thing he was lacking there. You know. Otherwise, he was a. Uh, you know, they could have put they could have put him with Hayden, like when they first brought in Brock. That type of a an agent type of a manager that may have. Worked. I heard that uh, heard he's training out here in San Jose. American Kickboxing Academy. He's getting ready for MMA. That'll be good. Yeah. Hope, well, hopefully he sides with Strike Force and stays up here, and that'd be nice. Yeah. There's a from what I hear, that guy throws people around, so. He he should make the transition. Oh man, he's a big dude. He is a he's a big I mean, dude. I uh, I, I ran him. into him one time at the airport. I was flying back from some show, and uh, he happened to be sitting at the same gate. And I was just like, hey, what's going on with you, bro? It's a big guy, dog. Yeah, he's very, very big dude. I wouldn't mess with him. No, 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 no. That's one cat I would not would not mess with at all. <laughs> he's real, he, real funny dude though. He, he's he's good. But uh, I was like, Tommy, what's going on with you, brother? How you doing? He said, Hey man, how are you? <laughs> he was a character. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's probably last you know. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna drop you, Mark. Thanks for calling in, brother. I really appreciate the support and you covering my back once again. Uh, that was Marcus Mack. The, the ring announcer for Bay Area Independent Pro Wrestling. Um, we have an update here. Top of the seventh, Giants are down 5-3 to the D-backs. And let's get a Sharks update. Nothing. Commercial. Sharky should be coming up here to win the title. So, uh, or not the title, but at least the first round. So, we're running down to uh, nine minutes. Um, let's see. Let's go to a news site and uh, see if there's any breaking news here. We'll go to F4WOnline.com. Uh, we don't have any news posted. Um, actually, we do have UFC news. Um, Chuck Liddell has pulled out of, I think it's UFC 85 or 6. Let's see. Um Sorry about that. I am not prepared here. Let's back it up on Meltzer's site. You know, this dick doesn't come on the air or anything, but I still, you know, steal his news. But I give Jerk credit. Okay, we do have UFC news here. Um, UFC announced last night that uh, Chuck Liddell is out of the June 7th uh, UFC show in London where he was supposed to face uh, Rashad Evans. He's out with a torn right hamstring. That's got to hurt. Um Chuck wanted to train through it and fight with the injury, but it was it was too, you know, it was significant, so he's not going to be able to do it. Um, UFC is hoping to find a new opponent for Evans this week. 
and uh, they'll be adding two more matches to the card to make it a 13-fight card. Um, it looks like the uh, the guy that's rumored is uh, from Marysville up there, uh, Sacramento-ish area, um, James the Sandman Irvin. Um, that would be fun. Um, if you've seen the last uh, UFC fight night, he used the, at the beginning buzzer, he used the Superman punch and knocked Houston Alexander out. A few second knockout, which was insane. That was just crazy. Uh, Mark, I know you're on hold, but I'm just going to finish up with plugs. So, got about five to six minutes going, so I'm going to finish up here. But uh, thanks for calling in, brother. I'll be uh, contacting you very soon. Uh, let's see. Um, Caleb, it, Caleb Starnes, the jackass who had that slow, 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 horrible fight from this past Saturday. The UFC was uh, fired by the company. Um he uh, he did an interview on the FightNetwork.com, and it said that he quit and wasn't fired, but it doesn't matter because he was never coming back anyway. He blamed his performance on Saturday from a broken foot he got from the first kick thrown and ripped on Dana White since White ripped on his performance. Okay, that's bullshit. You should not ever, 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 ever bite the hand that feeds you. That's bullshit. Dana White's the one that brought your faggot ass in for that ultimate fighter, you pretty boy, and you got your ass handed to you, and you quit because you had a broken rib, supposedly. But that's weak. Um, WWE released a couple of developmental workers this week. Chris Gray, Tommy Taylor, and Ryan Bishop, who I have no idea who they are. So it's probably one of those 80-some-odd guys I have down in the Florida Championship Wrestling. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Hulk Hogan has signed a licensing deal with Gameloft, a developer of video games for mobile phones. They're producing a Hulkamania wrestling game that will be released in August. Oh, whoopty fucking do. Okay, now, this is cool. Um, former WWE TNA performer Jackie Gata, using her married name of Jackie Haas, is featured with a photo spread spreading Fitness RX magazine that has uh, George St. Pierre on the front cover. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. She looks good. She's smoking hot. Okay. Okay, we have for Harvey Sadler's UWF promotion in uh, Richmond, Virginia, and then Harrisburg, Virginia, um, the first and second of May. Uh, we have Smojo coming in. He'll be defending his TNA title on the second. It's the winner of a four-way that happens the night before. Uh, booked for the shows are Jerry Lawler, Terry Reynolds, Jerry Lynn, Joey Matthews, Matt Spike Dudley, Heisen, Shark Boy, James Storm, Chris Saban, Alex Shelley, Daphne, ODB, and Scotty Tuhati. They're working all two shows. Um, Scotty Tuhati sure taking a lot of bookings. Um, the next series of Chikara shows are 517 in Hellertown, Pennsylvania, at the American Legion Hall. 518 at the Alhambra in Philadelphia, 523 in Framingham, Massachusetts at the Civic League, and May 24th in Wallingford, Connecticut at the Knights of Columbus Hall. They're doing an eight-man King of Flyers tournament on 517 and 518 featuring Lindsay Dorado as the first name announced. 
Um, on the 18th, they'll be doing a joint show, which they'll air the Judgment Day pay-per-view on big screens immediately following the event. Um, you know, I'm surprised that more um, more independent groups don't do that. Um, it, it's you know, it's it's not a bad idea. Um, and also, um, I'd like to send out uh, get well wishes to a friend of the show, Mr. Doc Young, the host of uh, Wrestling Weekly. Um, Doc has been ill for a while now, and and um, they're not quite sure what's going on, but hopefully things work out for you, Doc, and and you're in our prayers here. Um, for the uh, Rubber Guard Radio staff, uh, hopefully you get better, brother. <sighs> okay, I'm not even going to mention that one. Uh, we have FIP results from Saturday night in Crystal River, Florida. Or no, that's this Saturday in, in Crystal River, Florida. FIP has... Tyler Black and Davey Richards, which should be fun. Uh, Jay Briscoe will find a new partner due to his brother's surgery, and they'll challenge Jason Blade and Kenny King for the FIP tag titles, and Roderick Strong has a last-man-standing match with Eric Stevens. Uh, you know, that last-man-standing match will probably be stiff as a son of a bitch. Um, yeah, that would probably that would be pretty cool. Um, where they, uh... Oh, wait a minute. We have a problem. We have an issue here. Spike Dudley's double booked. Um, Spike Dudley's booked in Massachusetts on the 17th as well. Um, that's not going to work. And Scotty Tuhati is booked twice as well. Oh, boy. Double bookings, gentlemen. Check those MySpaces. <sighs> yes, check those MySpaces. Actually, I take that back. They're not double-booked. I'm just wrong, and I can't read. I'm a fucking dumbass. Well, let's run down the plugs. MySpace.com backslash Radio. Um, and our sponsors, FogCityWrestling.com and WrestleWarehouse.com. And honorable mention would go to F4WOnline.com. Um, let's see. Who else deserves to get plugged? Oh, NewWaveForWrestling.com and SoCalForWrestling.com. If you're in San Diego or anywhere near San Diego this weekend, I strongly suggest uh, checking out the SoCal Pro Show. Uh, Adam Pierce will defend against SoCal Crazy, which is going to be great. They had an awesome match this past January. We have the Young Bucks and the Ballards, which they just tear it up. Those teams are just great together. Um, and in the main event for the vacant SoCal Pro title, we have the returning Alcatraz against Jason Redondo. Uh, Going to be fun. Well, also, the man with the losing streak, 10-0, or 0-10, Ricky Mandel, will be going up against Chimera, which should be fun. Chimera is really good to watch. He's, he's fun. And Ricky Mandel is a hell of a talent as well. Um, go out of your way to check out the last few months of the SoCal Pro uh, DVDs as well. I can't put those over enough. Uh, you can get those at SoCalProWrestling.com. Or WrestleWarehouse.com. Uh, those that are in California and you would like to book an indie wrestler in the Southern California area, you hit up my uh, my tag team partner, uh, my co-host Alex Saint at MySpace.com backslash CM Saint. Um, Alex is is a is solid old school heel. Um, you can really tell by his ring work that he's patterning patterning himself after Adam Pierce and Shane Douglas. So with uh, looking up to those two guys, you can't go wrong. But that's it for now. We'll uh, see you guys on Thursday with 
Las Vegas' own Mike fucking Sawyer. Later. Garden Radio is live on the air. Blog Talk Radio.